You're on SENZ. This is Extra Time. My pleasure to welcome into the show the only man that has been going round in the NRL for longer than Wayne Bennett. He is the mole, Tony Adams out of Aussie. G'day, mate. How are you? A little bit uh, melancholy, uh, Ricardo. I just uh, was uh, talking you off here and realised this is the start of my 42nd season consecutive. I mean, what have I done with my life? <laughs> you've, you've watched a lot of footy. <laughs> yes, I have. I, I think I might get those middles in the count out how many games I've done. I reckon it'll be over 10,000. <laughs> Mate, you wouldn't get that long for murder. <laughs> exactly. But I'll tell you what, in all seriousness, and I, I tweeted this last night, I can't remember in the last 20 or so years, and my memory doesn't go back much further than that, a more exciting first round. The first round tends to be scrappy, tends to be a lot of blowouts, but gee, didn't we see some good footy, some golden point games, and, and to crown it all, the, the Dolphins were that, and, and I can only say miraculous win over the Roosters, I gave them absolutely no chance to Dolphins, and uh, really once they took the field, they never were quite losing. No, they didn't, mate. They, you know, and their, their forwards really stood up. And I mean, I think I was I was guilty of this as well, basically writing them off, thinking they've got an old Ford pack that's up there for the pay packet, and that's about it. But man, the Fords, especially uh, Felice Kalfusi, uh, he was just absolutely destroying people. Yeah, I mean, the, the Roosters one of the NRL's better packs, and you know, everyone tipped them to be in the top four. Well, they they were a couple of players short, but the Dolphins just bashed them, and. Uh, I really don't think anyone saw that coming. Yeah, Kafusi, the Bromwich brothers, uh, they were great. And then out back, you had the hammer, uh, scoring tries, saving tries. He was just sensational. So, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a really good start. I, I could not imagine uh, a more positive start. I bet the NRL is just delighted because uh, there were plenty of people, and I, I must admit, I was one who... The Dolphins are certainly to the wooden spoon, and I was saying they wouldn't win a game. They put that to bed pretty quickly. They did put that to bed pretty quickly. And I tell you, a guy that I really like the look of, and, you know, maybe all the talk of Wayne Bennett and all the talk of the signings, the person that maybe has been forgotten a little bit is Christian Wolfe and, um, you know, what he did with Tonga, what he did with St. Helens. And Isaiah Katoa, um, that's a masterstroke getting him, and he looks uh, like he was born to play six in the NRL. Yeah, that's right. And it was a brave decision to uh, not play Anthony Milford, probably their, their most experienced Mac, uh, well, one of their highest-paid signings, and to put this unknown kid in. But, uh, yeah, he, he looked the first player to get over and, and repaid the coaching stuff. And I think Chris uh, Wolf is basically the, the Jason Demetrio of the uh, Dolphins, uh, where Wayne... Uh, did the man management at South, and Demetrio did the hands-on coaching. And I, I think you'll find that's what's happening at the Dolphins. Uh, that, that's what he's great at now, Wayne. Uh, just, uh, you know, getting players confident, doing that man-manager role, and uh, the nuts and bolts coaching, I, I think, is down to Christian Wolf. So, uh yeah, you're dead right. He, he, he deserves a rap for sure. Yeah, I think so, mate. And I'll tell you what, the Warriors might be uh, might be lucky because it uh, looks like they're going to be playing a Roosters team next week without Jared Warrior Hargreaves. Matt Lodge and Cheese are both in the uh, are both in doubt as well. I mean, uh, it could be a good time to play the Roosters if you're the Warriors. Yeah, that's right. I'm not not sure about the fitness of Joey Mario either, who had that facial fracture. So uh, if 
uh, if he's out as well, uh, it's, it's a great time to play him. And uh, let's talk about the Warriors. Uh, weren't they good? Uh, I thought they played outstanding football uh, first up. And uh, not often we say that turning into a new season. They tend to be notoriously slow starters, but uh, they look very slick. Yeah, I think the last time the Warriors opened the season with a win was against the Bulldogs back in 2019. And that was a terrible Bulldogs team, uh, and the Warriors didn't go much, do much after that. So uh, it, it's good signs uh, for the Warriors and and for Andrew Webster. I think uh, first up win, and um, you know now the Roosters this coming weekend. So uh, things are looking good. Yeah, that's right. And uh, look, uh, I think they were favourites to beat the uh, Knights, but it wouldn't have surprised me. Uh, the Knights have got Caelan uh, Ponger who. Uh, people have varying opinions about, but there's no doubt he, he, he's a class act uh, on his day. Uh, Bradman, best out wide. Uh, he eager to score three or four tries, but desperation defence from the uh, Warriors uh, just been relatively quiet. And uh, they've got some big boys in the forward. So I, I, I thought it'd be a real struggle for the Warriors, but uh, they played some good footy, and uh, yeah, it, it's great signs. And uh, you know, to win first up is quite an achievement for Andrew Webster and will give him confidence and give the team confidence for the, the long road ahead. Now, there's a, a couple of uh, teams we should talk about, mate, and one of those is the Broncos, who absolutely shat the bed at the end of last season, didn't they? They, were, they, they just uh, completely imploded, as did the Manly Seagulls, but both of them impressive starts to this season. Yeah, that's right. I think they both lost something like their last seven games after looking not just top eight, but top four contenders. So but they both had a lot to prove. Uh, Manly looked good in the trials, so it, it didn't surprise me. I, I think this is really what they needed, Manly, a, a bit of a makeover, a, a new year, a new coach in Anthony Seabold. And, uh, uh, you know, everyone thought the, the Bulldogs would give a good account for them, of themselves, but uh, Manly just blew them off the park, and uh, the Broncos were it, it, it like the Dolphins. I don't think anyone expected them to beat uh, Penrith at Penrith, but uh, now the, the East suddenly on the Panthers, who play South this weekend, uh, they've lost two consecutive games at home when you're trying the World Club Challenge against you know, St. Helens, who had to travel from the cold of England uh, to the heat of uh, Western Sydney. So uh, there's a few question marks about the Panthers, particularly having lost uh, those two key forwards in uh, Coruscant and Kickout. So, uh, yeah, the bit of pressure on the Panthers very early in the year. Yeah, that was noticeable with the Panthers. Eh? They, they did look like they, they lacked someone who could break the line uh, on the, on that left edge where, where Coruscant would normally play. Yeah, that's right. And uh, it, it, it was interesting that uh, young uh, hooker, Sonny Luke, uh, was, was kept out of the early exchanges. Mitch Kenny, who's a a solid performer, but but nothing like Appy Coruscant as far as speed out of dummy half. Uh, he started the game, and as soon as Sonny Luke, who's more of a Coruscant type player with a, a bit of zip to him, came on, uh, they they suddenly looked like they could uh, snatch it. And uh, Luke scored a try. He, he was very lively, and uh, I think he only got twenty five minutes. So it'll be interesting to see what Ivan Cleary does this week. But I bet he gets more than twenty five minutes. Uh, against the Bunnies this weekend, particularly when you consider South have got Damien Cook, who's probably the uh, 
the fastest hooker out of dummy half in the game. Yeah, yeah, exactly, mate. He's, he showed plenty of zip. And I mean, in fact, as a Parramatta fan, that's the, what was really noticeable on the, on Thursday night was the difference between Josh Hodgson, who is a good player, uh, but is coming up 34 and is off the back of a knee reconstruction, and Harry Grant is yeah, how much um, ga- gas and how much uh, yardage that Harry Grant makes straight out of dummy half. And we didn't have that option as an, at, at the Eels. It was everything was pass off. It's almost like Hodgson might be better off as a as a six rather than as a nine. Yeah, look, I've, I've got to be honest. When when they signed him, I, I questioned it. Uh, and it sounds like you did as well. Uh, I, I I just think that with this uh, era of uh, what do we call it, uh, rugby league under uh, Peter Volandis, it, it's all about the speed of the play of the ball, the speed out of dummy half, catching teams offside and getting six again. And so it's it, it really comes down to the hookers, and, and the hooker is, is the super position in the game. And I think a big reason Penrith won the comp for the last couple of seasons uh, was because of Coruscant, and you can see the difference now he's gone. And uh, look, Harry Grant, uh, I thought it was interesting. He, he, he sort of timed himself, didn't he? He, he, he was relatively quiet uh, for large periods of the game. And I looked at his stats, he only made seven or eight runs. But then uh, come Golden Point, boom, away he goes and uh, scores the try that won the game when everyone was thinking field goal. So uh, you've you, you got to take your hat off to Harry. He, he uh, you know, timed it uh, perfectly and uh, got that uh, win up that keeps Craig Bellamy's remarkable record. I think that's 20 straight seasons where he's won the first game, which is just mind-boggling. Yeah, they call him Ballyache, but boy, he's a genius when it comes to rugby league, mate. Uh, and uh, speaking of other coaches, uh, your old mate Sticky uh, doesn't didn't take long to get stuck into the officials, did he? Yeah, that's right. And uh, he, he has opened a can of worms as, as far as uh, rugby league uh, and, and the doctor's concerned. And, and the thing about the independent doctor, which I didn't realise, I, I, I thought he was on the sideline, but he's in fact in the bunker in Sydney. So uh, the massive call at the Warriors game to uh, take Caelan Ponger off was made uh, on the other side of the Tasman. So, uh, you know, it's, it's just bizarre that, uh, you know, we, we, we'd be doing this. So I would have thought surely a, a doctor could examine a player on the sideline, you know, look into his eyes, talk to him. But, uh, you know, it, it's made off a television set in, in a... Uh, in a bunker, and uh, you know that that really uh, hurts the um, the poor old knights because you know Pong is their, their main man, and uh, he, he basically went off for the last fifteen minutes when there was some chance of snatching it out of the fire. So. I, I don't think Ricky's going to be the last coach to complain about this. No, I don't think I don't think so either, mate. I see the NRL have come out and defended it and to say it's all about player safety, which I get, but I think it's uh, far from the last we've heard of it, Molly. Um, uh, lastly, mate, before we let you go, have you got a player of the round for us who really stood up for you that you made that made you sit up and go, man, that bloke has uh, has had a great opening round. Uh, well, I'm on a team of the round uh, today, which is going to be a, a regular feature on our wide world sports website. I think the, the guy who uh, I, I thought really stood out was young uh, Lockton Elias from South Sydney. Um, what he did, I don't know if you saw the South Cronulla game, but uh, Ronaldo Mulatalo was set to score a, a, a vital try for Cronulla. He was diving, and as he dived, Elias knocked the ball out of his hands. Uh, two minutes later, he went down the other end of the field and scored a solo try. 
and then you lay on about three fries. And this, this is the, the kid who, uh, remember, was uh, thrown into the, the hot seat at South last year, replacing uh, Adam Reynolds. He struggled a bit. He got hooked a couple of times. But, uh, you know, he's obviously had a good off-season. He, he looks like he's come of age and looks set for a great season. Yeah, 100%. 100%, Molly. All right, good stuff, mate. Thanks very much for coming on. And uh, we'll catch up with you again soon, eh? My pleasure, Ricardo. Talk soon.